0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Adafruit Show & Tell. This is the time of the week where we all gather together and share projects from around the world. Uh, I'm your co-host, Noé, and joining me is my brother, Pedro. Hey, guys. Pedro Oez, and this is the Adafruit Show & Tell. This is the best place to show off your awesome
1: DIY projects. They could be 3D printing or cool circuit board or some circuit bending, some cool MIDI piano stuff, some cool coding stuff, some iOS stuff. Anything is game. You can join us over at the Discord at discord.gg slash Adafruit. I'm going to start off with some of the Adafruit folks and then go into the community. So go ahead and jump into the Discord for some awesome banter there. All the usuals are in the chat. We'll go start off with, uh, I don't know, who do you want to pick? Glad, uh, uh, we'll start uh, off with you. Trevor.
0: I got his uh, his his video here, so we'll go play it in a second here.
2: Hey, Trev. Hey, Trev. hey how's it going, guys? All good. right, What's I'm all right, good, good. I'm here to show off my boxing glove tracker. Yeah. Oh, so nice. basically, yeah, right. So this has a ESP32 S2 uh that connects to the internet. Uh I have a an ADXL three five four uh so like a triple access yeah. accelerometer and like a battery right here. I have some padding. Uh, right around it so that does kind of like seasons in place but basically uh-huh. what this does is it tracks well it detects collision and it measures the strength of that collision so if i'm hitting like a happy bag it'll uh take that that data it will display it right here on the screen and then it'll also send it over to Adafruit.io iO into like a uh, a feed, like a punch strength uh, uh, speed. So you can basically track your punch progress or your training progress. Um, And yeah, it's a pretty neat little project. It's very easy to do. Cool. I got to remind you let me add it in. Yeah.
0: Here we go. I'll play it it here. Maybe you can walk through it.
2: Yeah, yeah. There it goes. It's USB 32. That's the accelerometer and the battery. Let's be putting it together. Nice plugs oh, and nice. sign Cool. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Some right. Programming.
1: Some programming. <laughs> yeah, I like oh, how yeah. it's mounted
2: onto the glove. Yes. Right. I actually sewed it in. Um, uh-huh. So you know, that was pretty on funny. The, yeah. On them. The, yes. For the mounting tabs? Yes. See right oh, there. Awesome. Yeah, there
1: we go. I yeah, remember seeing like uh, they use these like in the helmets too, huh? To like track, uh, you know, like mm-hmm. um, distress or whatever. But yeah, this is a really good idea. I never thought of doing it this way, huh? See. So you can like keep track of you know your hardest hits, I guess. Yep,
2: that's like, right. Uh, see that's how right.
1: I guess how the sustainability, how much you can sustain that uh that the power punch, I guess. Yeah. Nice. nice. Yeah. And
2: there ah, nice. Awesome. Boom. There it is. And so, yeah, so uh, it was very easy put together um, and it'll be easier for anyone else to put together because I've added it to Pyleap. And if you don't know what Pyleap is, it's a it's a app that uh, basically uh, transfers projects from your device. Well, transfers from your your products from your phone to your device uh, via Bluetooth or Wi-Fi. So
1: yeah, so anybody with a phone can go to the website download it send it right to the device it's a such a great Absolutely. way to code
0: and yeah, skips yeah, a lot and of the, the window, edit values
1: dude. and stuff exactly yeah freaking yeah. awesome dude yeah thanks I, cool this gives me an idea to put it in like other sites like i don't know some for the kids or something to track you know mm. as they get older you can see like their punch strength <laughs> increase and you're like so you know when not to mess with them or something. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like crap, I can't ground him no more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome, oh, yeah. Really? I think this is uh, you made a guide for this, so it should be. I think it's live. Uh,
2: the guide will be up tomorrow. Oh, okay. Some sneak peek, yes. sweet. Yes,
1: yay. All Thanks right.
0: so much, Trevor. So, Thanks, no Trevor. evening. Things. Bye. How oh, cool. All right, who's
1: up next? I'll let you choose everyone. <laughs> oh, uh, All right. Aaron? next
0: up, uh, yeah, let's check in with Aaron. We'll bring you in just a second. There you go. Hey, Aaron a couple of projects launched uh, so today
3: huh two projects to show off this week um it's been a busy week the first one is this um super cool necklace so Aww. this is uh inspired by the moana movie and i used a resin printer to print out the front and the back is got in oops it's kind of coming out right now it's got a nude in it so um if anybody hasn't seen these things yet they are awesome they're little flexible led filaments it's like el wire only you don't need like an inverter and all this stuff. It doesn't make noise. Uh, you just hook it up to a coin cell. It's really pretty cool. So um, I just launched a tutorial about building this thing and a super cool press fit back designed by knowing Pedro. Thanks guys for helping with that.
1: Yeah, the kids okay. were asking for it. They love it. <laughs> They've been it watching Moana on repeat for the past three weeks. So I don't know how you knew that. <laughs> but yeah, all the songs are stuck in my head now. And now that you showed it off again, again. Make way, Excellent.
3: make way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, so after you've rescued the heart of Tiffy D. Um, so this is my other project. This is a um, little Neopixel cufflink, which is pretty cool, too. So um, I've got a, a Neopixel BFF uh, add-on on top of a CutiePie RP2040. And um, it makes this cute little teeny tiny package. Um, and then I just twisted some solid core wire to make the cufflink itself and put an on off switch with a JST connector for the other side. So you can just slip this part through the cuff and then the whole thing just becomes a cufflink. Um, I'm using CircuitPython code on here and you can scroll text, uh, whatever you want it to say. I actually went online and I found some AI generated candy heart messages, which are just sort of wrong in the best kind of way. And I got them to to play that, that one says my my. Uh, or I, I, I had kind of fun with this one. Um, this is just a cool little thing and it's, it's about the smallest thing I've ever made with this many pixels in it. It's got 25 pixels and it's itsy bitsy. So it'd make a really great necklace or you could do earrings. You could do a hat pin, all kinds of stuff with this same design because it's just real tiny. So I uh, just launched the guide on that yesterday as well. So take a look in the learn system.
1: Very nice. So I love the, uh, the framing around it, it makes it look so cool. Ah. <laughs> all right. Cool. and all, right. all the files, everything's uploaded and guides published. Very cool. Thanks so much, Aaron. Yeah.
0: Thanks,
3: Aaron.
0: Yes, bye. Thanks. Okay, next up, uh, we're gonna uh, check in with uh JP. Hey, guys, Hi, JP. hey. So, I've got yes.
4: Cat Pianos Two Ways here today. So, um, I picked up two of these at Target, it's the main place to find these. Uh, they're, they're, it's a company that seems to mostly sell through them. So, if you get them on. Amazon, they're about twice as expensive. They're about 30 bucks on uh, at Target. And uh, so I got a couple of these. Last week on my live stream, I showed this one. So um, the, the cat piano here, uh, battery powered, it has what five different um, sort of synth voices. One of them is the, the, the famous cat sample one. Uh, let me see. <coughs> so it's got two note polyphony. Can't do a chord with three, it's only two. Um, And it's not super loud. So uh, the first idea with this one was to add a quarter inch jack to it, which is um, a a kind of guitar line level uh, and a volume knob. So you could adjust the gain of that. And then a uh, guitar stomp switch to switch over to that. So right now I'm on the uh, built-in speaker, but then if I take, I've got a little amp over here. And if I take a guitar jack or a, a, a instrument uh, cable there, plug that in and then hit the, uh, the pedal. Now I'm going through a little amplifier I have over here. So we can really crank that up. Which is kind of nice if you just want to play this thing live. Uh, but it's really great if you want to start adding effects pedals. And so that's something I showed last week. Uh, and I'm going to do a guide on this, and I'll probably do a video where I've added some effects. I had a, a nice delay pedal going, um, so that's the the first sort of hack I did with with this guy here. Um, and then, if you uh, want to see the other one, head to yeah, head to the camera there. So on the second one, what I did was I um, went in and instead of trying to tap the audio, which was what I was doing for that first one, now I'm actually tapping the two. Um, the the sort of row and column matrix that the keyboard and the buttons are. So you can see here I've I've added my own uh, set of six. I think it's six columns and eight rows, um, which I'm then running into a KB 2040 here. And now I can use all of the um, keyboard keys as well as most of the buttons. I haven't added this cluster yet here, Um, but pretty much all these buttons here and these keys are coming in over that uh, six by eight matrix. And then I can do whatever I want with them. So we could turn it into a button box for lighting. We could turn it into a really weird uh, USB keyboard. What I did was the more obvious thing, which was turned it into a, a MIDI keyboard. So what it's doing right now is actually sending USB MIDI signals over this cable Back to this computer and then I have the audio of that piped into that same amp. So I'm just going to have to set some levels um, but I'm, I'm using this essentially to trigger some synthesizer software. Yeah, it's yeah, really high gain. Hold on. This is
1: exactly what I pictured when you showed this a Death Metal Band doing some synth on it.
3: <laughs> and so the
4: The power of that, of course, is we're no longer stuck with like six kind of canned voices, but whatever you want on on your synth software. This could be a synth that you're driving on an iOS device, like an iPhone or an iPad. Um, I've just got it doing USB right now, and I'm gonna explore this a bit on the show tomorrow. I might also make it so it sends out sort of more traditional classic MIDI, which means you can plug it into a lot of analog synths and and fun stuff like that. Um, Let me see, I had had just a couple of other ones that sounded kind of neat in this synth. The synth I'm using is a free open source one uh, called Helm. H E L M, and it's available for a bunch of operating systems. That's not it. Let's see. Let me find it. There it is. So it's kind of a nicer version of some of the little bell sounds that are on here, but it's got built in reverb and echo and other effects and stuff that you can do on there. Um, let's say, let's, let's pick one other one. This was, oh, okay. This one's really epic. It's called Elven door stop oh. <laughs> you have to name your synth patch when you make your synth patch so this one's this one's very epic <laughs> one of the funny things too is that the uh, the keyboard Um, I'll pop this open tomorrow on the show and and show kind of how these things run. But the keyboard has these buttons which played little canned songs, stopped the canned songs, stopped the drum machine, picked different canned songs uh, and and changed the synth voices. Those actually all run into the same uh, part of the same column and row matrix. So for me, they're just showing up as other keys. So I've assigned those also to MIDI. So it's just like high notes on... uh, on the MIDI keyboard. And this one's the highest one here. (laughs) That's the lowest one. So all of those are basically acting like a weird keyboard. Uh, One thing I could do though, is take those over and have them do other stuff, like really uh, make a MIDI start stop button for sequences and ARPs, uh, actually make this be a bank to select some some voices on on a synthesizer, so super fun. Uh, One of the cheaper MIDI keyboards that you can come across because other than a little bit of uh, labor and a like $12 microcontroller, it's all just the parts that are in there and and, uh, and a bit of soldering code. So uh, come on by to my show tomorrow and we'll explore that. And I'll be putting a guide together uh, as well for people who want a weird cat synthesizer that now plays spooky music. Not spooky. yeah. That last one, yeah. That last one, we
1: we're like, oh, it kind of sounds like the Totoro, like the theme song. Oh, yes, yeah, little... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so cool! Don't want to miss awesome. the show, so cool.
0: <laughs> thanks, John. Thanks, John. Yes. All right, bye. All right, All next right, up, next we're gonna end with uh, Scott. Hello, oh, thanks for hosting, <laughs> yeah, of course. Thanks, Scott. <laughs> oh, thanks for coming.
5: So, uh I don't know if you, you two have ever used a salier, but it's like yeah, our go-to no, logic analyzer. You guys
1: talk about it
5: all the time
1: though.
5: So we kind of yeah, know <laughs> so, so logic analyzer is something where you like attach it to some signal lines and you want to capture what's happening on those signal lines and basically like figure out why something's not doing what you think it should, or you can also measure like how long something takes. Um, but they're they're a great tool if you need it. Um, but they're getting more and more expensive because not a lot of bu- people buy them, and some people need really, really high, uh, like capture rates. But generally, what we do is I squared C, and I squared C is not that fast. Um, we UART is also another example where it's like not that, not that hard, not not that fast. So, one thing I wanted to do is make it so that people could just take any Adafruit board, or in this case, any RP twenty forty board and use it like a low cost logic analyzer. So one that they ideally already have. Um, mm-hmm. So we found this project online called Sigrok PICO or something. SIGROC is an open source, uh, open source logic analyzer program. Um, unfortunately, mm-hmm. the project itself is like kind of hard to, to, like it's not well maintained anymore. Um, so what mm-hmm. I've been doing is re-implementing kind of the core of it in Python. So it's easier for people to add stuff onto it. Um, but so what I've got is a Python command line where I can capture data off of a Pico or a Scorpio, in my case, um, and I can then it writes the format that Sigrok does. So if I share my screen, I've got their visual, their pulse visualizer is called Pulse View. Um, so this is a tiny window of Pulse View because I can't actually make these. These things bigger. So I was like, I'll just make a tiny window and you can see it. Um, so this is pulse view and I could hit reload if I had like captured the file again. Um, but I can also add what's called protocol decoder. So I have these four pins that I've captured. This is just a PWM and then this is a UART signal. Um, so I can go here and I can say I want a UART decoder. And it's got MIDI for, for JP and podbot. Um, and then what you do is you say, I want to select NeoPixel 3. This is the name that we give it from. Wow. And then I want to do it as ASCII. And now uh, it's annotating this signal trace with mm-hmm. hello, pi, sig Rock from CircuitPython. So How cool. I captured UART output from another CircuitPython board um, as, a, as a test. So this is a great... Tool for anybody who's writing I2 drivers or UART stuff or just wants to time things. Um, low cost logic analyzers are, are really handy. So I'm yeah, um, working on so that. Um, if you want to know more, I just made a PySigRock Discord channel, um, kind right. of just down below CircuitPython Dev. So if you want to give that a, a shot, let me know. Um, yeah, post Yeah, it's very, very handy for debugging. Cool. Yeah, this is essentially taking. How much do they cost?
1: Like a couple thousand, oh, right? A, do they like? Yeah, you can get them bringing the a cost thousand. down to. Jeez, oh, and yeah, like yeah. a Pico is
5: like six bucks.
1: Um, oh my
5: god! <laughs> so thank you, yeah, thanks, thanks to the for the the person who did that original firmware that I'm building off of, and yeah, um, all of these decoders are written by folks from the Sig project as well. So. Um, um, that's so, what I'm hoping we'll actually do more. Is we'll just uh, you can do like you can stack them. So not only is it an I squared C decoder, but you could also have like a decoder for a specific chip. So you'd be able to see like how often it's requesting a temperature mm-hmm. register, or like which <laughs> configuration bits, its settings, sort of stuff could be really helpful for debugging too. Nice cool, good yeah. progress. So, yeah, post all the links in the Discord. This is freaking amazing. Yeah, yeah, it should be should be really helpful for for folks who uh, want to get into the, the nitty-gritty of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Sweet. sweet. Thanks so much, Scott. Mm-hmm. Thank All you. Right. Later. Right, let's see who is up next.
0: I'll let you pick no one. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll go in the order that we have it here. Uh, next up, we're going to check in with Mark Gambler. Hey, Mark.
6: Mark. Good to see you. Hello. Hey. Thanks. Good to see you guys as well. So I've been working on something that I actually saw on the CircuitPython 2023 post that Anne from Native Fruit actually was asking for native animated GIF support. So I have a very rough draft PRN that now adds animated GIFs to CircuitPython.
0: Wow, that is great.
6: Um, My zelie is is actually sitting right in the corner of that picture. You can't quite see.
0: Um,
1: I see the probes.
6: (laughs) um, I was doing some work trying to figure out uh, how to speed up the display. uh, The smoother, the faster it is, the smoother your GIFs will display. Mm -hmm. I've got some even rougher work on some ideas on smoothing it out. But this is going now about seven frames a second, which is enough to get decent wow. motion mm-hmm. but right before let me see if i can adjust my camera uh j- so it's just not running on one thing i got it running <laughs>
1: on the tv
6: on no this is on the um, let me see if you i can focus it? this the matrix portal oh wow oh, so that's uh, the, LED, <laughs> the led matrices hooked together oh yeah I managed to get it compiled just before show and tell. Um, oh. This code is not even worse shape. But uh, yeah, it works. And uh, before, you could only do this using Arduino. And I actually had this running in, not this GIF, but I had similar pictures running in my window at Christmas. And it had to be an Arduino. And now oh, wow. I had to, because of the size of this isn't as big as that 240 by 240 display. Mm-hmm this could run at 40, 50 frames a second, which is oh. that's, more than that's you would ever need. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and the uh, is, some of the artifacts this... that are showing up is just from the camera, I'm assuming. Yeah, that, really those customized. are just
6: camera artifacts. Yeah. Looking mm-hmm. at it beside me, I don't see them at all. Yeah.
1: And there's no optimization to this GIF, right? It's just like a giant like 4 meg file or something? Or...
6: No, I mean, the file size is actually pretty small because this one's only 64 by 64 byte, or 60 pixels, sorry. Um, I'm just wondering. It is only about 50 kilobytes. Oh, wow. Uh, This whole thing's... (laughs) This is running on the M4. The display was running on a KB2040. That one was... uh, Larger because that was 240 by 240. Mm. So that was about 275 kilobytes. It's reading and decoding off disk, but then storing the current frame in memory. Uh, so it, it's not hugely, it, it takes a lot of memory because it has to store an entire frame, but not an, an achie- achievable amount.
1: So, yeah this is amazing cool. progress i can't wait to try some of this yeah. and like some future little more gif players or something <laughs> mm-hmm.
6: yeah yeah i'm hoping to get it done relatively soon but hopefully real life doesn't step in the way too much
0: oh oh <laughs> awesome well, <laughs> hey, sure. Marcus, thanks so much yeah okay. that's amazing all right so thanks like. mark How yeah all
1: right next up is... next up we're going to check
0: in with uh kyle Hello. Hey, how's it going? Can you hear me all right? Yeah, I can hear you just fine. All right, uh,
7: my name's Kyle McCray. I've never done one of these before. Uh, I design oh, okay. keyboards for mechwild.com. Not to plug oh, that too cool. much, but all my info is going to be linked from there. Oh, you're good. Um, So we're all aware of the chip shortage. I know we all are. Um, <laughs> keyboards, and I'm sure you're aware, based on the KB2040 being so prominent now, uh, a lot of and... mechanical keyboards use the Pro Micro based on the iMega32U4. The chip shortage, we swapped to using Black Pills as much as we could because they were much cheaper at the start of it. Um, the Pro Micro has the Nice Nano equivalent, which is a wireless equivalent that fits the footprint. Black Pills didn't have that, so I designed one. Uh, so this is an NRF, uh, what, 52, 840 powered. Uh, Blackpill pin compatible um, board. So, very happy with this. And this is one of the like knockoff blackpills for comparison uh, layout. Uh, we just got the production ones, these in like the first big run of them. This is the 1.0, uh, but I'm very happy with them. I have this uh, programmed and it's using the tiny UF2 uh, bootloader right now. So, you can see, of course, the LED come on saying, Go ahead and put your file on. Right. Um, it has CircuitPython support. It's already up in the downloads page, actually, on the main CircuitPython uh, Sweet. site as well. Ooh, very, nice. very happy with this. I haven't done any cool projects great. from it, but I do have support for as many keyboards as I can get my hands on right now. Nice. Oh, looks great. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Did you I'm put in very a keyboard, happy yeah? with this. Uh, yeah, I, my daily driver, which is over there right now, oh. is actually powered by it. Okay. Okay, I was going to say, oh, next time you come on, show it off. Let me see. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll show a board with it more featured next time. Sweet. <laughs> Looks great. All Thanks right, so much for coming back, Kyle. Thanks. Yep. So All right. Bye. You never
0: have enough keyboards. <laughs> exactly. All right. All right. Let's nice.
8: show. Uh,
0: DJ Devin. DJ Devin. Oh, sorry.
8: <laughs> there you go. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're coming in good. Okay. Uh, I don't have anything exciting this week. Um, I just wanted to show off some 3D printing stuff. So this is kind of like an extension of 3D Hangouts stuff that you guys did earlier. I was going to say it's exciting uh, to us. <laughs> okay. Okay. Not a, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it's not as exciting as a, a Meowtastic synthesizer. Okay. So um, these are some little rubber case feet and M3 screws. Which just goes straight into there. And if you know your 3D printing stuff, M3 is the same size as heat inserts. So now you get cool case feet. And the reason I wanted case feet is because I had to uh, print this section in two different parts. So I have a stable base on this side and a stable base on this side. So that when I turn it over, it is completely stable. Um, So that's just a demo. And then this is printed in the Silk PLA uh, that you guys uh, wanted to check out. It's really pretty. Sweet. This is uh, Polymaker. Mm. Uh, okay,
1: yeah. I think we have a green one of that. And it has like sort of like a satin sort of like silky sheen. Yeah, to it's it.
8: got that um, dichromatic kind of reflective yeah. uh, uh, properties to it uh and then this goes there and then this oh, is the idea. cowbell so that, oh, that's sweet. basically what the whole thing is kind of going to look like so you can print yeah. the you can get the files for this and then print the thingy if you have the board i guess mm-hmm. um i am sending out the boards but um, cool. i've been working on this one for quite a while as everyone knows and i've not demoed the actual <laughs> The actual JP is demoed nice it. Soon. Foamy guys demo. I haven't. Nice um, they're they're much better at talking about this kind of stuff than I am. Um, uh, but this one does just have a, the basic demo running. Um, but I'm not going. I don't have that stuff for this. This is just the 3D printing stuff today. Real basic stuff. I just wanted to show off that it's possible or how you can add case feet to an enclosure. Uh, and Dude, this ones, is awesome. Yeah, these posts I
1: want these feet.
8: That make them really stable. Oh, I got a whole bag full of them.
1: Okay. Oh, dude, yeah. Because we would have, I would have used the sticker ones, and I had to peel them off. We're like, well, that print didn't work. Let me peel these off. Oh, now it doesn't stick. Great. <laughs> yeah. And originally, I had
8: um, some really tall ones uh, and I went specifically mm-hmm. looking for some some thinner, low profile ones so that when it sits down, it's barely, I mean, it is, it barely no,
1: clears. It looks good and it won't slide and all that yeah and...
8: yep so you They're can't even nice really cool. tell when it's when it's sitting down that it's on case feet so yeah, um, I love this. and it absorbs it absorbs some as well very nice, nice. Uh,
0: oh no that's and a, then that's here's a good here's the Campener. inside
8: so Ooh. there's m2 screw uh heat inserts everywhere uh nice. and then that oh yeah i wanted to show that Open doing up. these really long oh sorry Doing these really long holes all the way through is what allows the top to not have uh, a hole. There's a little tiny bump there because I didn't really do it that well, but um, yeah, oh, that, that's, that's kind of that's kind of the concept. Yeah, so that the, the top plates don't have any any mm-hmm. there's no holes there. here. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Nice. Beautiful. Yeah, so it's very, uh, I mean, it's kind of industrial, you know, design kind of thing, but I enjoy that. (laughs) No, it absolutely, it it definitely helps, dude. (laughs) Like the feet thing you thought wasn't cool, and it's like, dude, please post the link. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'll have to post, uh, yeah, it's an AliExpress link. Pretty sure I got these from China, Ah, on the slow boat, Yeah. All right. uh, but I'm sure that you Make can find them though. on like Amazon or something. I'm I know um, Adafruit does not carry them. Otherwise, I would have purchased them from Adafruit. Okay, so that's kind that of know. like a it's yeah. kind of a specialty item. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, awesome. Well, well, thanks a great,
1: for coming on. Great nugget there, golden nugget. Thanks so much, DJ. I thought yeah, yeah. you guys might like
8: uh, <laughs> might appreciate <laughs> yeah. that. So that's why I came yeah. on just for you guys.
0: <laughs> thanks, Kevin. Awesome. Thanks so
8: much. All right. Next time. All
0: right. Bye. All right, Bye. folks. We're yeah, that's right it. We time. have that's a couple fair. seconds until asking Yeah, engineer, don't, go so don't go anywhere. It's going to run right into it. So thanks, everybody, again for coming cool. on. Um, we'll see everybody next week on 3D Hangouts. And don't forget John's show tomorrow. Yes. Um Yeah. Bye, everybody.